It's the 29th of April, 2021. We've come to practice the Dhamma. And uh, this Dhamma, it's here within our bodies and our hearts. When the mind has samadhi, then the mind will develop and produce wisdom. And this wisdom, it's an all-around knowing. And what is it that we know? We know things in line with their nature. Just like people, and they get old, they get sick, they die. And these days, we're seeing that a lot. That in just one country, during the space of one day, um, sometimes there's 10,000 people who are passing away. And those who are contracting uh, this virus it can be between uh, one to four hundred thousand people. And so we see that in some places that there are dead bodies all over the place due to this illness. And this happens during the time of the Buddha, that we read about that in the scriptures, and that was 2,564 years ago, now that he passed away. But we still have these pandemics, we still have these illnesses that people aren't able to defeat. And even though we can do so many things, we have invented these spaceships that can fly through space at incredible speeds and go all the way to the moon. And uh, we've invented many different vehicles that can travel at very high speeds all kinds of things that can give us a lot of ease, a lot of convenience in our lives. We've developed um, our agriculture and food, developed and industrial things as well. But the problem is that these illnesses also develop. And so people now in this present age are not able to overcome them. And in the future this will happen as well. There'll be more pandemics and maybe even stronger than this one. Because when the world develops, then degeneration and deterioration appears. So we should study this with wisdom to see that illness arises because we have a body, that this body is the residence of illnesses. When we have different parts of the body, different organs, then sickness will arise in those parts. And so, but sometimes people think, well, why am I getting ill? I do so many good things. I create a lot of merit. I'm very generous. I look after the precepts. So why am I getting sick like this? That I've done all these good things with my life. So why am I getting ill? But this view, it's incorrect. So when we do good things, then we'll get good things, which means that our heart becomes good. Our heart becomes higher, becomes more noble, it becomes lighter, it becomes cleaner, it becomes more pure. And these are all good things. Um, but it's not the case that when we're generous, then we won't get sick. That's another issue entirely. Because when we're born, then old age and pain Death, are normal for us. 
And so we should look around and we see that all these people um, who are sick, who are going through uh, these different illnesses, there are so many in the present moment. But there are also many who haven't got ill yet. There are so many who haven't died. So this is an issue uh, to do with our karma. And so sometimes people have this karma to get ill. And uh, sometimes people get ill, but they have the merit to be relieved from that sickness. But there are others who aren't able to be cured, and so they pass away. In some families, uh, maybe the mother or the father uh, gets this illness. And uh, some of the other family members get it as well and some don't. And even sometimes very little children get it. Sometimes they pass away from it. So when we have the karma there uh, to get this illness, um, then we'll get it. But whatever the case, we do need to look after ourselves as well. We do need to be cautious and protect ourselves. Because we have these bodies, and so they're kind of they're vulnerable to sickness. So we see that when we have teeth, then there'll be illnesses of the teeth, there'll be problems that occur with our teeth, like toothache. When we have bones, then there'll be problems to do with the bones. And we have intestines or a bladder, and then there will be illnesses of the intestine, of the bladder. This is where sicknesses arise. But this is actually a noble truth, and something that we should contemplate to see that it is truth right there. And for the people who are quite old, um, then they'll know these things very well. It's like toothaches and... Uh, he could get very painful toothaches and he would talk about this sometimes. And uh, traveling from his monastery to Ubon, it wasn't very easy. So he didn't want to go through all that difficulty traveling back and forth uh, to look after his teeth, to go see the dentist. So he asked the dentist to take out all of the teeth that were left and to do it in one go. And the dentist didn't want to, because it was quite a risky procedure. But Nambucha told him, we'll take them all out. And it really wasn't easy, and the pain that he went through was immense. But because of the power of his samadhi, he was able to separate his mind out from those painful feelings. But afterwards, he said that it was, it was really intense, and that that was the real deal. And so we should contemplate this and to see that right there the Dhamma is arising. The Dhamma has arisen already when sickness and illness and pain are there. When there's this suffering, this agony of the body. And so we should contemplate this to see that it is Dhamma. That the suffering Dukkha is a noble truth. And see how Sankaras, these conditioned phenomena, are something unstable. And so taking up anicca, dukkha, anatta, this nature of things always changing, of being unsatisfactory, of being not-self, as our mental objects, these are what gives rise to wisdom and allows the heart to become empty, empty from its attachments. 
And so we should practice um, like this. But it's not the case that when we're generous and we keep the precepts, that we won't experience any pain. But when we experience that pain, we do so with wisdom. And during the practice, then we fight with these painful feelings. Because when we're on the verge of death, they can be extreme, can be very torturous. So we need to prepare ourselves first. Because suffering is awaiting us in the future. So we use the time now to meditate, to train our minds, to not be heedless. Train ourselves so that we're able to, for it to just be the body that gets sick and not the mind. So one time I went to pay respects to a great teacher and he had, he was in the last uh, stages of his life with uh, stage four cancer. And I asked him how he was going. And he said that oh, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing. Uh, but what he meant by this was that his mind wasn't really anything. And he was speaking in terms of Dhamma. The thing that was something was his body. But his body wasn't really an issue of his. He'd let go of it already. He was someone who had practiced well, who had practiced directly um, with, integrity, with integrity and insightfully. He was an arahant, and he had seen the Dhamma to a very high level. So we should um, train so that we're not anything as well, so the mind doesn't go and attach to things. And so it sees reality and sees the nature of Sankaras. So we should contemplate in this way every single day so that we have energy of mind, we have experience. And uh, we should think in correct ways when this pain comes up and practice with it, meditate with it. So now we see that in different places in the world, there are many people who are dying. In some countries, it's really pitiful that uh, they burn the corpses right out in the streets. And this is a kind of illness that when people are close to the end, then their relatives can't even come close to them because it's possible for them to contract it as well. So you see that really do have to be separated from the things that we like and we love even though we have a mother, a father, brothers and sisters, a wife or a husband and children, that we need to be separated from all of these people. And this is suffering. So therefore, while we still have life, then we should be devoted to doing acts of goodness and acts of kindness and to care for one another, because it's not sure. We don't know when we're going to be separated from each other. Our lives are uncertain. So we should be heedful. So may everyone contemplate like this every single day. And may you all set your hearts on this. <laughs>